takes the wife. I'm Christine and I'm Michelle and we're two lifelong friends and moms who like to drink wine and gab about reality shows. So thank you for joining us and stick around. Hello Michelle. Hello Christine. Welcome to another week of Recapaholic. Yeah. Mother effer. For anybody who's listening to this, we already recorded this episode, but I was so wasted that it didn't record, and I didn't notice until we were over. The show was over, so this is our second attempt. <laughs> so I'm just warning you now. This may not be our best work. Uh, I can't believe I did that. I hate. You know what? We're not po- we're not podcast experts. You know. Christina and I have day jobs, and we just like to get together and drink wine. And so, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that because, again, wine, but. Cheers, Michelle. Cheers! And I stuff chips in my mouth. You have to stop up the alcohol, blah, blah, blah. All right, we talked about these dudes. We're gonna talk about the guys. We are doing season two of Farmer Wants a Wife. Wife. Yes. Okay, I, this I'm excited about. I, and we, first of all, should pat ourselves on the back for making it through last season. <laughs> we, if you missed it, we recapped the Golden Bachelor. Yes, and then we did, well, before that, we did Farmer Wants Wife. I meant for the last oh, season. Yeah. Pat us on the back for making it through the last season of Farmer Wants a Wife. Yes, because we are masochists and we love to torture ourselves so we are back for another season and today we're gonna be talking about the guys we wanted to meet the guys we did this the first season it was kind of fun we did this like 10 minutes ago and it was super fun but for some reason it didn't record and i was too drunk to notice so now i'm gonna sober up and we're gonna nail this this time it's gonna be great guys yeah absolutely so uh the first farmer we have our first farmer, the most oldest farmer in the history of farmers on Farmer Wants Wife, American series at least, and American series is Ty Farrell. Ty Farrell. Do you think Ty's short for something? Well, you know what? A little known fact: I have a little brother, and his name is Tyler. Ah, uh, we call him Ty. I wonder because I'm like, who? Does someone name their child two letters? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't have time for the shit back in the day. I'm assuming. They don't, they don't need all those consonants and vowels for their kids. They have eight of them. They just give them whatever <laughs> grunt that comes out of their mouth. I don't know. Um, well, Ty talking? is 42. Ooh, that's a good season age. <laughs> yeah. He is from... Sikeston, Missouri. Okay. I don't know if I'm saying this right. I say it's Sykeston. I say Sykeston, Missouri. Yeah. Um, And no one's ever said that to me before that I'm right, but (laughs) I will take it. Um, And he, 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 it's like his hometown is Sykeston and he he lives in Sykeston. He is a hometown boy. He's a hometown boy. Born and red. Born and red. He's a team roper. A team roper. Like a rodeo boy. So he, he like, they let the cattle out of the rodeo and he and his partner rope them. Yeah, one catches the head, one catches the feet. Wow. He's a team player and it's a team. Yeah. Okay. So that's good to know. Rodeo life is for real, man. It is, but it's also like 
not for everybody. It is not for um, So I'm, he has to make sure here. He's a really particular woman. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Ty has uh, tried that once before because he is a divorcee. Oh, yes. He's a divorced dad, yeah. no less. He's a divorced dad of a 12-year-old daughter. Aww. He had a rope in his hand since he was a kid, and he hasn't been without it since. Okay, now, see, this is what always amazes me, and maybe I haven't really did the research, but I would think the divorce rate for farmers would be way higher than the, the, the normal, quote-unquote, 50% American oh, divorce I rate. Disagree. Um, you disagree? Yeah. Why so? I think that a lot of the, you know rodeo world or cowboy world people are kind of midwestern with traditional values mm-hmm. that kind of think that you shouldn't divorce wow so you think it's more of a moral thing yeah. than i think being a farmer is super high stress man it's a, a sucky life it's a sucky life it's hard work and it's not even i wouldn't even say work because you can't punch out you don't get not off days ever. you don't get vacation days and i think any marriage in a pressure cooker situation uh, you're in debt you're tired i just i i don't, i'm surprised i would be surprised if people can wrap their heads around there and stay and want to stay in that especially if you're not born in it you know yeah i mean i do think that traditionally i think of a farmer as a generational yeah, yeah, yeah. down kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah um he says that he can't think of a better life for himself and he's just missing that one piece the special person to continue his life's journey with. That special person who's going to get up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and the butt crack of dawn and go out and milk those freaking... Again, it takes a really special woman and you really have to want this lifestyle. Well, he's got a 50-acre farm with horses and roping cattle. Okay, so no like farm farm. I, he's not growing he's anything. Not growing crops or milking yeah. cattle. Um, You're still out there feeding them. Yeah. You're out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. I I mean, he's cute. He's super cute. He's really cute. I like him a lot. I love his big black Stetson hat. Yeah, he does. Jeans, a little jacket. Definitely would not kick him out of every eating crackers. But again, my bar is set super low. <laughs> there are very few men that I would point out and say, no, thank you. Hard pass on. I like that they have kind of an older farmer this season. Yeah. 40, and that's the thing, like 42, though. I would have to see the age of the women. This is where it could become a problem. Like, if he's dating 22-year-olds, I have a problem with that. We're going to have another episode. Stay tuned. We're okay. going to re- recap the women. Absolutely. And then he has a daughter involved. You yeah. just can't let anyone around your kid. Um, so, to, I mean, Which I like. I like last year there was a contestant. She had That's a right. child. And I wish they would have explored that more, like what that would mean to bring a dad into that situation. So I hope they kind of explore that with, with, with Ty, who's missing a lot of letters in his name. And that's going to freaking bug me, man. I'm going to call him Tyler. I don't even know if that's his name, but Tyler. Tyler it is. Well, next we have Mitchell Kolinsky, who's 27. Mitchell. Mitchell is quite different than the other farmers we've ever met. You know what? I, I kind of like when I very first saw this come out, because it came out a few like weeks ago, yeah. the profile. Yeah, yeah. I was. I called Michelle, and I'm like, I call BS on this farmer. You, you think he's a plant? <laughs> <laughs> the farmer's a plant. No, I'm sorry. Okay, it's 
2024. Yes. He's a first-generation farmer. This is not the booming industry you want to get in on, the ground floor. This isn't where... It's it's really rare. I don't see it. But didn't... Um, last year, didn't Landon, wasn't he? After high school, he bought a farm. Oh, he did. Um, who knows? But my, my theory here, it's like, okay, so here, we'll go through his stats, and I'll tell you my theory. Um, he is... Uh, tw- again, he's, just, he's 27, dude. He's 27. He's from Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, he he lives now in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Yeah, he stayed in Tennessee. He's, he's definitely a southern boy. And I think that that's within, like, a pretty close proximity. To- yeah, yeah. He, he didn't stray too far. Um, but it says <laughs> his new farm with a charming 19th century cabin where he lives with his three dogs. His property's in the woods, because that's every woman's dream. And his property's in the woods and is shared with a variety of wildlife. And the openness of surrounding land welcomes the potential for growth. Okay, potential for growth means... He doesn't have shit. He has <laughs> shit. This also sounds like, you know, the beginning of any true crime podcast. <laughs> Potential for gross and to hide bodies. Absolutely. His property in the woods. And charming 19th century cabin means it's a shack. It's a fucking shack. No heating. Uh, Definitely. You say everyone has Wi-Fi. Maybe. But this is just not... A situation where every woman's going to want to come in and live. You're not going to want to live in this. Well, his profile says that he grew up in Knottsville with horses in his backyard, spending much of his time outdoors, while both his parents and his two brothers have more traditional white-collar yeah. careers. Yeah. I mean, Mitchell fell in love with the beauty and promise of the great outdoors, and he knew a life in the Heartland was one for him, so he bought his first farm to pursue his dreams of becoming a horse and cattle rancher. Okay, now this is what this is what I think. This is my theory. Um, I think um, Mitchell went on like one of those dude ranch experiences with his with his white collared brothers and he, they got out there and he was like oh my god I'm so good at this I'm, look at me broke the cattle look at me I'm picking an actual head of corn look at me I'm so good at this I'm gonna do this for real but normal people are like look that was vacation yeah no we don't want that for our real lives but Mitchell was like all in I'm getting out I'm gonna go buy me a farm and first generation i mean that's i uh, you know global warming is a real thing it is it is crop production is trashed every year every year i mean it's only getting more difficult government subsidies you need them to survive to to like you're in debt it's it's just no easy life it's not an easy life and like i said there's like Generations after generations, I think it's bred into you to the tolerance and the toughness and the ability to, to again push your emotions push your emotions down and get those emotional calluses ready and for you to face the day and do this. He's like right out the gate, so he needs a woman who already knows how to do everything because he doesn't know how to do anything. You're yet. thinking that he needs to find a woman who comes from a background who's going to absolutely, absolutely. She's like, let me, let me latch your gate for you. You've had a horse roaming free for 
for like days. Let me feed your cattle. They're hungry. I think it's one of those situations. I mean, even his cowboy hat doesn't really look like it doesn't look hat. like it looks like um go to Cal like a jack the ripper hat like jack the ripper would yeah. wear that hat it's like an english looking and maybe that's also why his beard and mustache bothers me i will you know i know you're adverse to beards and mustaches yeah, ty you, you're, you think ty's hot ty does not have a beard and mustache hot. but he doesn't have a beard and mustache and i think that's where your hotness meter lies like you're not into beards and mustaches. And I get it. I get it. None of these men are wearing flannel, which is another red flag for you. Thank goodness. Thank you. Um, Ty, keep, keep in mind, I feel like you could put Ty in a suit and you would think he was hot. If oh, you, yeah. yeah. So it's just... <laughs> that's, the, that's... You could put Mitchell in a suit. Like a really nice suit. Like he's got the briefcase in his hand. You would think he was hot. I don't know. Really? Look, Mitchell, again, really low bar here, but I would be about that. Absolutely. Okay. Like Brandon. Brandon Rogers, oh, the next 29. 29 on next farmer. He's got a beard and a mustache. Yeah. He's adorable. I love him. What the hell? Is, it, got, is got, it the hat? He's got a nice cowboy hat. Brand, let me tell you something about Brandon, though. Um, Brandon is this year's... <laughs> We're going to give him the trophy already. This year's most remote farmer in the history of farmers. Brandon, in hometown, is Center, Colorado. And I think, what, how many... Okay, when we looked up um, the Center, Colorado... We never heard of it, of course. Who has? <laughs> the population is 1,929. Holy... Crap. <laughs> that is legitimately like that is remote. That has to be like and he has it says he, he grew up in Center, he lives in Center still, so he's a second generation potato and barley farmer. Um he has a thousand acres. Yeah, that's a hefty farm. That's a pretty so even if he's like in the middle of that acres, he's obviously isolated already. Um it says that he's living in a small one stoplight town surrounded by his farmland. And I believe that. I absolutely believe that. I mean, people say that, that term. Let me make sure we're recording. I'm, okay, once bitten, twice shy situation. Okay, it is recording. Um, it says he grew up on the farm working with his dad, and then later in his 20s, he returned to work on the farm full-time to continue his family's farming legacy. His business is set up and doing well, and now the missing piece is that special person's shirt with. That's so sweet. So do you think, judging by this, like he went off to college? Yeah. And did it say college? It just said he left and grew yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm sure he got some education. So I'm assuming he went off to college, some business management skills or whatever and brought it back to the farm very admirable um and but with 1900 people where do you meet someone (laughs) who like and i always tell like back on our farm in mississippi we're in a super super small town like this we're like you will just be like out on the porch drinking coffee and then a stray cow will come up and start eating your flowers like legitimately just a communal cow will just and I'm like whose cow is this 
anyway, but I say that as to say everyone's related to everyone. Everyone's everyone's cousin. So in order to get married or to date even, you have to go over to a few t- to a few towns over just to find someone. So who do you well, find? <laughs> Fox heard his prayers. Fox were like, let's get in there and hook Brandon up with some woman he's not going to normally meet. He's like legitimately, if he's not a plant, he legitimately needs their help. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Brandon here because I think Brandon's pretty attractive. I like Brandon. I, I really hope he finds a girl. Yeah, despite his horrible beard and mustache. Look, I like it. It's not, I like it's it. It's not as offensive to me <laughs> as, um, you know, Mr. Uh, Mitchell's. You are not about Mitchell's face. Well, I'm, I'm for it. I'm so for it. I can't, but... And Again, we'll see how old the women are, but like 29, okay. It might be Mitch's hat too, though. It might be Mitch's hat. <laughs> it is a weird hat. It's not a Stetson. No. I don't know what the hell that is. It's round. It's like a round. He's in a, he was pushing in at the top. So it has that like the double peak there. I don't know what he's doing. Um, again, would totally have sex with him. I cannot stress this enough. I would have sex with all of these guys repeatedly. Oh, um, and then. Our youngest. I think the youngest farmer ever. In the history of farmers. <laughs> Could he possibly be too young for the show? Yes. I know. <laughs> I love that because Christine has a problem when the girls are too young. When the women are too young, yeah. she calls bull, bullshit on this. And I think it's great that you've been consistent. He's 23 years old. He's 23. Nathan Smothers. Mind you, I was married when I was 23. But <laughs> yes, you were. You were. That was maybe not the wisest choice of mine. And looking back, you, you would not necessarily recommend it. It worked out for you. It did work out for um, Let's see here. Uh, Nathan is from Bartow, Florida. Um, and his current location is Bartow. These men are staying close home. Yeah. They're staying in those towns. And he is. This, this sounds right. This is the thing. And this was the problem uh-huh. last season. Mm-hmm. The women going on the show have to know these are farmers who have established farms. They're yeah. not going to pick up and move to generational farm farms. They're, ge- they're ancestral land. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Who may honestly just tap out and go back to his white collar job. Absolutely. But these women need to be ready to Move yeah. to the farm. And that was like one of the problems with Megan and Absolutely. And Hunter. Well, Hunter again, who's gonna oh, be a rock star. He was never the, the Hat Creek band. In the Hat Creek band. I, but Megan also had her family farm. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not leaving my family farm. And he's like, I'm not leaving my farm. It was doomed from the very start. So um so yeah, whoever gets with Nathan, 23-year-old Nathan. Um, you're going to have to stop going to the clubs. You're going to have to, uh, I don't know what you have to stop at 23. I forget how, but I know it was awesome being 23. I remember that. Um, but he's a fourth generation farmer. Um, fourth generation. That's better. He's a fourth generation citrus and cattle farmer. That's like, those are some roots. Right. Those are some real roots. Um, Your orange juice comes from Florida, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> Respect. Uh, he's got a 300 acre farm. And then wow. he resides at an additional 500 plus acre cattle property. What does that mean? He resides at he ha- he owns and then maybe he leases. Yeah, maybe um, the other 500 acre. Okay, um, and then let's see. Nathan grew up working his family's farm, Citrus Groves, which is not easy. And at 23. He's, he's definitely the youngest farmer. He lost his dad at 12, so he quickly grew up and became the man of the house. That's, that's unacceptable. Helping to support his mom and three sisters. No 12-year-old. 
should be responsible for supporting his mom and sisters. He literally became the man of the house. And that at 12. At 12. I have a 12 year old daughter. I have a 12 year old daughter. That's ridiculous. And and again, this isn't like back in the 30s. He's He's only 23. He should not be in the 2000s. A 12 year old should not be supporting, helping support the family. He probably really knows how to treat a woman. At 23, though? He's got three sisters and a mom uh, that he grew up and supported. Okay, this is this is good. And this is the good part about it. He returns to live and work in a farm full-time when he graduated college. Um, he's eager, eager to begin his next chapter, including starting a family with love of his life. Okay. I, good that he went to college. Yeah. Good that he had that. He did that for himself. But are you, you at 23 ready to start a family? Are you ready for marriage at 23? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to want the same thing at 23 that he will at 27. You know, yeah. those are some big formative years there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what growing up fast, maybe that did, that changed his perspective. I, I'm weary. I'm with you. I'm weary about this whole this whole thing. He's adorable. Don't get me wrong. He has a proper Stetson on. Um, look at that belt, Christine. He has that belt. He doesn't have a big, like, no rodeo belt buckle. He doesn't have the, the comical clown buckles that, let's say, an Allen would have. So he's got the white hat. He does. And then, you know, um, Daddy Ty's got the black hat. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super young. He's super young, but look, he might surprise us. He might surprise us. I think I will be surprised if Mitchell makes it through the season working this farm in any way. That would be a huge surprise to me. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see the ladies they choose. Yeah. I mean, who do you think is going to be like the big uh, mouth slut of the season? <laughs> Ryan oh my god, the mouse slut. Mouse slut. I I'm gonna say Mitchell. Because again, this is first generation. Mitchell doesn't have those that that farm um you know any kind of not I'm not saying respectable, but like that old school midwestern kind of values. Um and he looks kind of like a mouse slut. He looks like a mouth war, definitely. He's kind of think Daddy Ty. Really? Because you know he's older. He's like, let me just find somebody. Like he knows. Yeah, but, you, but like you said, he has a twelve-year-old daughter. So he might want to like not. That's going to be the daughter. If, if our twelve-year-old saw us making out on TV, they would freaking die. <laughs> so I think he's going to maybe try to rein it in for his daughter, but he's going to have to like get in there and stick his tongue down some throats to, to find the right girl to see if it's, you know, like a Cinderella situation. Um, who do you think is going to cry first? Oh, I might also say Daddy Ty. <laughs> <laughs> he might, he might in fact cry first. I see that. I can see that. Um, who do you, th- I think it's going to be, wait a minute. I think it's going to be the 23 year old. I think he's, he's pretty close to a child as is. Um, I really hope that Fox gave him some pre-therapy. You know, all these men. Providing some post-therapy. All, these, all of these men need pre- and post-therapy um, before they're ready to even come on the show. There's so much, like, having to step up and be the man of the house at 12. You, you need 
some therapy right there. And Ty's divorced with a 12-year-old. And I don't care what he says. Mitchell's way over his head. He has no idea what's going on. Um, yeah, so I hope all these men got some free counseling, and hopefully this year there'll be a counselor, not just Jennifer Nettles, because she's just there to blow shit up. <laughs> she's just there to make these men cry and to pour fuel on the flames that are already going. Um, but yeah, I hope they all get some kind of, like, therapy. Do you think any of these men are going to find their bride? I think that... Daddy Ty is pretty motivated. I mean, you know, and I also think our most remote farmer, Brandon, is probably pretty motivated because he doesn't have any options left. Wait a minute, how old Brandon is the... Let me see how old Brandon is. Brandon is a young one, right? 29. 20, oh, I guess that's close to 30, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah you're right. Yes, he's going to get whatever. He's going to take whatever he can get. But I guess they can find their bride, but will they be able to keep them? Because, I mean... That's the thing is whether these women are really going to adapt to that farm life. It's... It, it, you know, if, if maybe they have some sense of it and some history yeah. related to it, but just jumping from a city life to a farm life and thinking you're going to stay there, yeah, it's not an easy transition. And I think, is it me and my remembering this wrong, or is, do we hear that these farmers do get money to participate yeah. in this process? Yeah, so if you're having, say, first-generational farmer who lives in the woods yeah. with a pack of dogs, right. and you hear about this opportunity, it would behoove you to go on the show, even if you're not really looking for a mate, so you can get that money, yeah. that fox money. Um, so for I was, your new farm. For your new farm, absolutely. <laughs> you pack a dog. So I'm a little weary about that, you know, but I guess you have to get something for your inconvenience of, of and, having And also, you know. I think that it's underestimated the trauma of the show because then it's one thing to record it but then to watch it and see the relationships form with the other show with the other girls that you didn't really know about and some truths maybe that come out um and so then the subsequent relationship needs a lot of help (laughs) and you know what people are going to talk about this for years yeah and they're small towns this is going this is probably the biggest thing they've ever had in center colorado and he's going to be talked about every movement every girl doing anything it's going to be talked about for years yeah um so yeah i guess you should definitely get some kind of compensation for that get that fox money um okay so Stay tuned, you guys. Yeah. It's going to be a fun season. Our, our season is going to be fun. There's no guarantee the show itself That's will be fun. Thing. You don't have to watch the show. No, do not. It's <laughs> <laughs> a requirement or obligation. We are not forcing this on you at all because, honestly, if we didn't have to watch the show, would we? We will provide you with a pretty thorough recap yeah. each episode. And I'm pretty confident that at least, and this happened last episode, like the last season, the women were stellar. The women carried the show. It's a lot of pressure on the women. And I love you, Cassidy Joe. And I will always love you. And please drop the restraining order so <laughs> that I may contact you again. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Listen, it's fun for us to hear from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. We are on Spotify, Apple. And then also we have Instagram. Yeah, so please, please contact us, reach out. If we get something wrong, please let us know because we famously do zero research. Like, this is the most research we're going to do all year. And we just did it in the last five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So please, yeah, if we get something wrong, let us know. Um, And we'll include it in our apology. We will 
definitely apologize. We're going to have a lot of apologies. I think we should we probably a lot of already do for just this right here. Just a few minutes. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Reach out to us. All right, you guys. Stay tuned. We can't wait uh, for the season to begin. Yeah. It's already started. It's like it's we pre. This is pre-game. Pre-game. This is our pre-Super Bowl or something like that. Okay. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.